0: for a second. Alright, Hopefully, you guys can hear me just fine. Move this a little bit more. This way what's going on, Ernest? let me
1: see.
0: I hope it stays like this cuz Last time, it literally fell in the middle of my life. So, I am getting ready to go live. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate you. How have you been? I am, of course, um, lighting me some sage just to help with the vibes. And the energy that's going to be present on today's uh, live, that of which people are going to be coming in. And I'm waiting for my co-hosts to come in. So um, hopefully we don't have any issues with her coming on as well. Let's see. She's messaging me right now. Got you. I'm about to add you on. Oh, see, this is what I didn't want to happen. I'm about to add you in just a second. Can you guys hear me okay? Send me some hearts to let me know if you can hear me clearly. Can you hear me? All
1: right. All right. My couple should be coming on soon. Hey. <laughs> it feels like every time we do these lives there's something going on, I know. but uh, life that's the reality of it. But I'm going to step out real quick, find me a spot, so hopefully you can hear me. But you look beautiful today. Thank you. Thank you
0: um are you can you see me
1: okay (laughs) yes i can okay sit on the back of the truck for a little bit um so yeah
0: you you look cute too girl got the fresh face going on oh what (laughs)
1: it's thank you it's been an adventure (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so i'm glad that you can hear me just fine thank you to the viewers that are on that are watching i appreciate you for tuning in i'm gonna go ahead and press record well i'm gonna press record at two o'clock because we have like two minutes Can
1: can you hear me okay
0: yes okay just fine so happy slow down sunday today um i like to call slow down sunday i kind of switched it up a little bit so
1: can you tell
0: us how are you slowing down today
1: um for me i um actually took and i was like telling you like my mom kind of had like a panic attack so i um had planned to be all dressed with makeup and be ready for the live but you know i'm, I'm learning to be more flexible so i slow down was to ride out to Kima and get them some seafood and just kind of relax here so you know i still wanted to with my commitment and chat it up with you. So, and I appreciate that. But that's
0: that.
1: my slowdown. <laughs> yeah. How is she now? Um, she's fine. I think just for like everything going on, and then every time you turn on the news or your cell phone, that pops up and it can be triggering. And I'm not only just for us, but just for, you know, people who actually grew up in that era that are now like reliving that, that situation. Um so she needed to get out. I think I did too, but I was like more so okay. Yeah. You know. But getting out is
0: is good. So, you know, I'm glad that you guys are getting that fresh air. So um speaking of that What about you? Me, how am I doing today? Oh what am I doing yeah. to slow down today? After this, I'm just gonna be chilling um and I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna do a mask, a charcoal mask, probably. And I'm just gonna Netflix and chill today. I'm not doing anything yeah. productive, just reflect. Today is also meditation, National Meditation Day. So um, I will be partaking in a meditation on today and just recharging.
1: As am I. And I saw um, that you had some great tips for meditation. And I know with my clients, I use um, some grounding tips um, in their mindfulness or just having them to to reconnect and reground themselves. So that's awesome, too. So I think that should be a pledge for today. Yes. <laughs> Taking a moment to meditate.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I was thinking about that, too. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. It's 2 one and I'm going okay. to stick to schedule, and I don't want to take too much more of your time. So um, today, we're going to be talking about ways to support your child's mental health. So this um, episode is, you know, is, is dedicated to the parents out there, and the villain yeah. parents, and the aunties, and uncles, because this is information that anybody can use, really, if you're working with yeah. children anybody can you know use this information so um stop the stigma change narrative as you guys know is my podcast i'm celebrating two years this month whoop, whoop, two whoop. years for my podcast so I'm congratulations i'm thank super you. proud of you thank you stop the stigma changing narrative was something that's created to have um, an open and candid conversation on the mental health deficits Mental wealth, the power of positivity, self-care, and self-awareness, um, and I team up with survivors, respected individuals, advocates, and healthcare professionals to discuss these topics. And I'm doing this because I want to inspire conversation, accountability, and healing. Um, you know. Self-care and mental health is something that I really took into heavy consideration maybe about four years ago. Mm-hmm. And since I've been learning all of this information, um, I've had people along my journey, you know, ask for help and guidance. And I just wanted to, you know, have a, an outlet to be able to share information to a more, you know, wider audience. So this allows me to do that. Um, so again um how do I plan on doing that is just raising awareness offering support alternative options and resources and my main mission is just to encourage a healthy relationship with self through increasing one's love for self and so effective methods to cope with mental health challenges so this is what this is about and um I have my lovely co-host here by the name of Stephanie, so I'm gonna allow her to introduce herself and um, let her know who sh- let you guys know who she is.
1: First of all, thank you again for the opportunity. Thank you for the partnership. Thank you for the hard work that you do as far as advocating and really showing uh, women and just people in general um, that there is an inner love and there is an inner glow. And, and once we're able to find that and really cultivate it, it shows on the outside as well. So I thank you for your mission and um, your diligence to that. So, um well, I will say that my self-care journey really started about two years ago when I was experiencing grief and I became a caregiver for my um, my mom and my stepdad. And so, yeah, that was a whole different entity, not only just like being a single mom and also being a therapist. And so I realized that I needed to kind of check in with myself as well. And so I really uh, experienced a lot of burnout, just con- consistently trying to operate from all ends or wherever you know and allocate energy and be like okay well i'm tired over here but i gotta keep pushing here um and that's just not normal so um day job i am a licensed professional counselor i work with families typically um my population is youth and young adults and i also teach self-care classes for women Um, so as a self-care coach that's uh, really like what my area is, and to really debunkify the myth of self-care and take away that glamorous part of it, because I think that's where we, we kind of get stumped in or we feel like there's some guilt there if we can't afford to take care of ourselves, but in reality, you can't afford not to uh, with everything that's going on. Um, and just in personal life, I'm a lot of things to a lot of people, a mom, a daughter, a friend, um, so basically, I teach people how to do life for a living, and also by example, but then uh, then also with um, being a clinician. Awesome.
0: So again, um, you know, going back... Can you hear me okay? I know
1: I got this background view here.
0: I can hear you just okay. fine.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, So, yes, I thought that you would be the perfect person to, you know, speak on this topic about because you work directly with youth and, you know, that's part of your mission. So with um, everything that's going on, you're a parent as well. So, you know, I I know that you can relate to this on on levels. (laughs) Um, So... um, Let's just go ahead and get into that. I don't know about you, but for me, my experience has been thus far with parenting. Um, it has been one that has been challenging in a sense, um, yeah. you know, because we, my son went from going to school every day to now, you know, he's at home and even though you know he still has to be included in his educational you know responsibilities he's at home and i was someone that was heavy on the quarantine i wasn't allowing him to go to his friend's house i wasn't allowing him to go outside or anything like that because wanted to you know take precaution and I know that that you know has caused some some effect on him as well as children across the world so I thought that you know this would be you know thing to talk talk about um but as far as for me what one thing that I've done to help with coping during this time is um just creating a space to talk about and express you know what it is that he's feeling and um how does this make him feel you know what's going on I feel like it's healthy to talk about you know certain things that are going on in society and not really Mm -hmm. necessarily shutting them out um as it helps them process things and it also helps with their you know emotional growth as well how do you feel about that
1: Oh, I definitely agree. I I agree with um, having open communication and then actually providing listening spaces. Because a lot of times, like I said, we can be so inundated with life's path or just, you know, situations, or we haven't really checked our own temperature, that we we're listening, we're we're here, but we're not listening. And so um, I really think scheduling those times or really making sure you're in a good headspace to be able to have those conversations uh is totally important um but just that goes back to being mindful though kind of checking your own self to even if you don't have the answers understand where you are in that space because our energy vibrates to our kids
0: yes so um and even if you do find yourself like in a moment like that you know just explaining or coming back mm-hmm. and apologizing, like, hey, you know, I know you probably seen me a little bit um, aggressive in my emotions, and it's probably not a side aside that you've seen before, but I just want to explain to you that this is the reason why it has nothing to do with you and so on and so forth.
1: I think that's important though that 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 also just being open and saying okay this is what I'm experiencing right now you know oftentimes how we grew up we weren't really allowed a lot of expression it was or it was just kind of shown like mama was irritated so I'm gonna stay out the way but it was never like a conversation like this is what's happening it didn't have anything to do with you so I think growing up I would say specifically in the African-American community, like we were taught to like take on those feelings. Like I did something or they're mad at me. Um, So just that awareness and being able to be open with your feelings and and say, Hey, I'm experiencing this right now. Right now, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, but, um, I I might have to hop off but right now you know mommy's a little overwhelmed and just give me a couple of seconds and that lets you that actually helps them learn to practice their own self-care as well and not having to bottle their emotions in because they'll start modeling what you well they'll start you know copying or modeling what you model and say okay you know I'm feeling overwhelmed as well and then that, and then that gives them uh, the opportunity to be assertive in their thoughts to and emotion.
0: Yes. And it may take some time. I want to also point out that it may say take some time, you know, for your child to necessarily get there. I guess it just depends on, you know, what that environment is also on their age. Um, So I would encourage you to like continue to invite that opportunity to express until they become comfortable. Um, and, and that was something that I've had to do too. So, you know, I, I think that's also important to take into consideration when you're yeah opening up it's that, good practices. Yeah, yeah, cultivating that space it takes some time. Um, another thing I would say helped is creating um, like a schedule or a type of structure throughout the day, so mm-hmm. it you seem like you know. I'm just the days are just going, the days and nights are just passing and rolling by. Um, can you elaborate on that or how do you feel about that?
1: So I consider it like um Consistent flexibility, so it's not necessarily like being so structured. And I usually talk about the four different types of parenting styles. So it's not necessarily being like authoritarian, where it's like uh, you know, okay, eight six o'clock in the morning, breakfast, morning dog homework, um, but it's more so we would say authoritative parenting, right? Um, Where you have certain guidelines and you have certain rules, um, and we like to say expectations. So just shifting that narrative um, of saying like this is mandated, but it's almost like giving expectations um, for, for structure, but at the same time, allowing our kids to have a space within that structure like okay say for example we're we're gonna get up and we're gonna eat breakfast right so say you set the time but you allow them to cook like you know with adrian you allow him to be creative and and do i don't know if you can hear because the truck is going by but you allow him to be creative you allow him to do smoothies Uh, and so that flourishes a, a relationship that's not necessarily like a lockstep like you know I, I captain type mm-hmm. relationship, but. We can say, okay, well, we're going to eat breakfast at 8 o'clock. When then 9 o'clock, we're probably going to go exercise. Now, what we do within that time, that creates ownership as well um, in terms of communicating. And so I call that consistent flexibility. It's an oxymoron, but it works. It's like um, giving a kid a, a circle to color. They might decide that they want to make the sun instead of a balloon. But, I mean, it's still okay. <laughs> right.
0: I like that consistent flexibility. I wrote that down. Yes, that is definitely very important. And it doesn't seem like it's just a mundane process, you know? Yeah. It's, you allow the opportunity for them to be inclusive on making plans and ideas and that gives them something to look forward to as well like it excites them you know to be able to have control and and
1: accountability and ownership is is really big with raising our kids and as they get older it's more so important like we talked about cultivating spaces of conversation Um, cultivating spaces of ownership also is important because um, there's that threshold where teens are just unmotivated their are hormones all over the place and if you kind of start off with yeah if you kind of just start off with telling them everything like okay your breakfast is downstairs or okay i need you to go uh you got track practice and they're gonna do xyz or you i still know like some parents for whatever reason, you know, and I kind of work with them on that, too, because then there's the parent that complains and they're like, well, I wash all the clothes and I'll make sure that clothes are out and situated. But you're the one that's burned out. Like, I mean, where, where did the conversation, when did this happen or when did you decide that you felt like you had to do all that? So, um I do think it's important for that accountability, that's why I call it that, because it's the flexibility, um, by giving them ownership and, and saying, okay, be within this time frame, maybe we do watch Wednesdays, like, that was a big thing for me, yes. I don't care what time you watch, just Wednesday, you know, we gonna watch, Right. so, hey, Leah.
0: And, and I think it's cool too. like, um, to also include, like, incentives, um, i feel like there is like a certain age group or age range that they will be very impressionable on but um I feel like that's also important too, like allowing them to make the decisions, giving them accountability with responsibilities, but also some incentives, you know, so that it can keep that motivation going. Like, okay, well if you continue to do your chores for a week and I don't have to get on to you about nothing, then yeah. we'll get you know, we'll have a surprise and it'll be ten things I'll have him like write down that he wants, you know, some little mm-hmm budget stuff budget friendly things or whatever and yeah you have something to look forward
1: to as well yeah i think i think think, um for us since we're like almost graduating from high school the (laughs) incentives are a little bit different now it's just more so put your expectation so when she was in middle school kind of early maybe ninth grade we we did do um Positive reinforcement, that's what we call it. So positive reinforcement where, okay, you do this and then we'll do that. But I think at this point, it's more so accountability. It's like, this, this is these are some expectations that you need to have for yourself as an adult that's about to be leaving and going off to college or the military, whichever one. And so now our conversations are more about balance. Like, okay, have we done the things? And that, that leads me back to, you know, the importance of self-care and, and really what that is. Uh, And so the big question is, have you done the things that you need to do to take care of yourself here, to take care of your home, to take care of what's happening here before we go out doing anything else? Because this is not going to go away. So this is priority right now, what we need to focus on. And then whatever you want to do around that, you know, hey, go for it.
0: Yes. I feel like that's also key to helping them understand that this is like a life skill. This is something that to carry you on beyond the walls of this house, you know? Yeah. And and it helps you
1: with... And I think it's important as single moms, too, to really start uh, ingraining that, and not in a negative way, but just having them understand the dynamics, like, hey, this is kind of what I'm experiencing here, you know? I'll just say for my personal experience, hey, I don't have help. So this is what our budget looks like. And, and just like you said, opening those conversations. Yes, I might be overwhelmed, but I'm not overwhelmed with you. But let me tell you what, what I'm experiencing. And this is kind of what my expectations are for you. I'm not asking you to take on an adult role, but as... This partnership. This is what you need to be doing in your role to to ease some tension here. So, yeah. Yes
0: to my uh, viewers that are watching send us some hearts to let us know if you agree with the information or feel the same or how are you feeling about the information that we're talking about I like for my episodes at least when I come on Instagram you know, or social media live to be interactive so um, you guys yeah. send us some hearts, let us know if you're still with us um
1: we're definitely gonna have to do it again. When, you know, when I'm not not on the scene, I know y'all see the trees and stuff. But yeah, we gotta do it again <laughs> when I'm situated.
0: Yes, and but I also think you know it's a lot of what's been taking place in the media as well. Like people are just you know kind of calming down, hopefully, you know, and just recollecting their thoughts. So um, yeah, I kind of knew. That I was going to have some type of impact but this information is still beneficial and it could impact someone that is watching it so i wanted yeah, to true. go back to um when we were talking about um giving them an opportunity to or creating a space to express i wanted to touch on um Another thing that I felt would be important to know when it comes to that, too, is just offering resources of communication. So Mm -hmm. if you are in a situation where you feel like, you know, um, well, let's just say that our children are not going to tell us everything. (laughs) So I feel like it's important to have like, you know, other safe people. Mm-hmm. To talk to when it comes to complicated situations or something they just may not want to, you know, come to and express to you about. So um, that's something that I'm very big on as well, you know, with letting my son know, like, hey, if you don't feel comfortable talking to me, you can go to XYZ. They'll be here to communicate with you um, and, and talk to you about what it is, whatever it is that you're going through. And yeah. you don't have to worry about that information, you know, being shared or being blast or anything like that
1: yeah so I think that that's also important yeah i totally agree um i'm all about the village and i you know it, it has helped me survive in so many ways and and that's one of the most humbling things especially with, with us as, as uh, starting off as young moms and starting off in our careers um so i never discredit the wisdom that someone gives to me. Yeah, I'm definitely all about the, the village. Um, that's a big part of social self care, knowing who well, we say like your allies, but knowing who your resources are. And I always talk about uh, the Fab Five, like you should at least have five people in your circle that you should, that you can be able to reach out for for various reasons. So it may not necessarily be that you want to tell them something intimate, but it might be that you have a question about um, school, like grad plans, um, certain things that you specifically just want to focus on that that person has the resources for. Um, yeah, so that's okay. Like we
0: definitely need each other, right? And it's important to stop that stigma and that and change the narrative of you know just whatever happens in this house stays in this house. I guess yeah. you can say that because you know um, that's not always healthy, you know, and someone could be suffering in silence because they may not feel comfortable enough to talk in the environment at home. So at least giving them somewhere else to release that information or, you know, release yeah. their emotions is important. And I've, I've had to, you know, accept that as well, because I didn't come from that, you know, so I've had to learn that,
1: yeah same here um especially with us being home more kids are in different situations and so I know like in in our professions as far as being advocates and, and you know just counseling young adults um there is that we kind of have an open door policy where people are able to reach out to us, not only kids, but, you know, adults that may have questions about their kids. And I think that that's, uh, that's definitely a great space to be in as a liaison, because especially with kids being home more, you're not sure if they're eating or if, if you know, they're being abused or um actually the the abuse cases have risen during this time too so you know just being mindful that that outlet or that village and, and just doing check-ins that's important to let a person know you know even though school's out like i'm still in like i'm still here yes
0: yes and that could also be a way you know to bridge that gap in between the relationship that you may have with your call, getting the you know understanding certain aspects of them and you know, have that safe person in place too if that makes sense to yeah. be like okay well she didn't you know necessarily or he didn't talk to me but she talked to the neighbor and the neighbor gets yeah. back and now I know how to approach this don't go back and tell your child like my, the neighbor came and told me this. Yeah. that breaks that trust but yeah, you know, it's, it's good to have those people you know in your corner like you said the tribe, the village um, yeah and the last thing was third way to protect or the house. So
1: what is going on over there? Can y'all hear it? Like, okay, it stopped. Someone's alarm went off. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm definitely enjoying this breeze though. It, it's nice if I turn it the other way, but okay. yeah, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna have it together next time. <laughs> so, repeat for me again. What what was? The, and the third
0: way to support your child's mental health is Exampling
1: that oh, no. hey. Let me see if I can go back in the car Okay, stop Okay, setting an example of self-care Okay, so we talked about Modeling self-care um, And just getting out of the mindset And that's going to be a mental shift Especially with and I always go back to our community. Like, we feel like we don't have time to take care of ourselves. And I don't know where that came from. Like, how do you not have time to care for yourself? Like, that's that's the basic human right <laughs> to survival. And I always equate it to, like, when our cell phones are down to 20%. We are like literally in panic mode looking around like, you got Android, you got Apple. Can I borrow your charger? I need nice. this. So when we get down to 20% within ourselves, it's like we keep going. It's like the gas tank going to eat. And we're still trying to ride on fumes. Um, and so the importance of really taking care of yourself is to improve your mental health and also decrease With those, um, the diagnoses that we have. So uh, anxiety, depression, the first thing you ask is, how are you taking care of yourself? You know, um, yeah, we can have medication and we can do the therapy process. But if you're not taking care of yourself, which is the ultimate base of everything, then that's what I want to work on first. It's like trying to fix a broken bone and. We, we don't, we don't have a cast, you know, it's just, we just gonna wing it. Um, so there's five areas of self-care. And one of the things that, that I always say is like, check your temperature. And that was one of the conversations that we had because we're kind of pushed into work from home mode, um, yes. nanny mode, <laughs> homeschool mode, just everything in between. The dynamics are changing for us as well. Yes. And so in the five areas of self-care, most people say they talk more about physical self-care so they're like well i exercise every day i try to make sure i eat right um but there's psychological self-care so emotionally mentally how are you taking care of yourself what boundaries are you establishing There's spiritual self-care like we talked about meditating and and, um praying uh and just finding nature which is what i came out here pursuit of um yes uh, the healing spot like water Wind, just the tree, that's therapeutic for me. And that's also spiritual self care. Um, and then a big thing is professional self care. You know, we got to have our boundaries in place because we're working from home, not only is, as, as, especially if we're educators too. So we're working as educators uh, and then also trying to. <laughs> and so, one of the things with with that is being able to set those boundaries and ask for help when you need it. So we talked about delegating, and then social self care is important, even though we're social distancing. There are so many creative ways, especially with social media, yes. to kind of keep in contact with people. I'm loving how people are having the like the drive by parties or drive through graduations. Yes. And so you're seeing people even visiting the nursing homes and even though they can't go in, that social interaction is so important. Like I can't imagine. And we did not have that, you know, just being able to reach out to people, you know, even writing letters um, and mailing them. That's been a big thing, and so the post office is rising with that as well. So really, kind of looking at social self care, it's kind of been a big thing because people tend to think, okay, well, I have to social distance, so I'm just not going to see anybody, you know, and then you isolate yourself, and that increases depression. um no they have so, video
0: ads sell, uh facetime everything you gotta get creative right. it's, it's,
1: everybody and it's the it stuff that like you people normally people use on Zoom. yeah it's the stuff that you normally use anyway so right you know but
0: i would like to add one more area of self-care uh-huh. <laughs> to that list i would like to add financial self-care
1: because oh yeah yeah being, yeah
0: you know um I don't know about you, but you know, when the money is low, sometimes it adds, you know, sometimes you you respond differently to things.
1: (laughs) True, true. Um, Yeah. So I kind of put that under professional self-care just because I take that, but you can add another column. Yeah. So financial self-care is important, especially during this time with job changes. Um, Some people are unemployed. So I think it's really looking at um, and so the reason why I usually put that under professional is because our our finances typically are affected by our jobs or, you know, what we have in place, uh, our entrepreneurship. So that still counts as our kind of professional space. But, yeah, definitely looking at sources of income, you know, what did you do, piping check, um, making sure that you got another interest on student loans was frozen, but making sure that that you. If you need to put yourself in forbearance or you need to contact certain companies to get an extension, people are are, are really kind of working and being lenient. But that's true with financial self-care. You have to know what to ask or who to ask. And that's why those support systems are so important, um, because we're all interconnected and we need each other. But I definitely I think it's important to model that even if you. So on my website, I have the self-care plan and the planner and then the self-care assessment. And so one of the things is, even if you create a family self-care plan where you sit down and you say, okay, this week, or physical self-care, I don't know, we're going to do family yoga, um, or we're going to meal prep together. And so that creates more of a connectedness and, and more of a mindfulness, because you're actually tapping into all the senses and you're building, um, you're building a connection. And I know that you mentioned that, and that's important, human connection is so important.
0: Yes, and um, I think well, the biggest thing with me is just reminding myself like money's a tool not making that the optimal focus but looking at it as it's a tool so um definitely not afraid to be a budget babe or a budget niece oh yeah you know um we have
1: to be though
0: you have to you know can't get caught up in the hype of everything all the time um so that that is self care as well you know Mm -hmm. so yes um those are the three so let's just do a brief recap the three ways to support your child mental health is creating consistency or having that consistent flexibility um, uh, that structure that they're needing a second the second way was uh, creating or cultivating expect a space to express themselves and offering resources of communication know, which are those safe people, and then the third way was to example self-care and mental wellness. So being that example, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I hope that this information has helped you guys, has impacted you. If you feel like this is something that someone needs to know, please share this information. Um, please follow me on all social media platforms, Persuaded Beauty. That's on Snapchat. That's on Facebook, Instagram and youtube and um sign up for my newsletter you can click the link in my bio australia that way you can stay connected on events information tips and things of that nature products as well and i want you guys to also connect with stephanie please connect with her share her information as well stephanie can you tell them how they can connect with
1: you um you can find all things uh heartwork trending on my website at www.heartwork uh it's actually at the top, but it's h e a r t work w o r k trending and so um yeah wwwheartworktrending.net and you can click on the icons at the bottom and I'll show you how to follow me on Instagram. Uh, where else My Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, you can also look at the community events and if you have ever have anything going on or if you have any questions about self-care or how we can definitely um, create a space to talk about mental health, I am all for it. Just reach out to me or You can-, 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 can connect you with me. And I'm, I'm down. And you're
0: also on Amazon. <laughs>
1: Oh, I am girl. Yeah. Okay. I'm on Amazon. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I actually have a self care journal that I'm working on. I wrote two books, uh, and they were poetry books, which also is a way, a form of self care with journaling. And so I, I uh, created the journals in poetic form because just because it was easier for me to be able to express my feelings, and that was important to me for me to share because we're working with kids a lot of them express themselves nonverbally, verbally um, So they might not directly tell you how they're feeling, but if you have them write things down or if they draw or create art, um, that can be a conversation piece. So yeah, the name of my book was "Unmask: the Journeys and Its Lessons and I write about a lot of life issues in poetic form. So yeah, you can check out Amazon or look on my website and it's there. I have some freebies as well, like a self-care planner. If you want to sit down and work out one for yourself or for your kids, I have, um, what up there, a grounding. It's like a little grounding blurb that shows you five, four, three, two, one. And typically that's used for panic or anxiety attacks. Either uh, you or your child can do that. Um, it's also uh umbrella under mindfulness just to teach you how to reconnect or like literally ground yourself when you feel like you're being taken away. And that's a big thing now because everybody is yeah. experiencing some type of anxiety with things that are happening in the community. So sometimes you do have to kind of do that, that check like what's happening here. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing is to disconnect from social media for a while. Cause that's where the, pool of concentrated pool of anxiety is hitting so i think that's important yes just give yourself a break
0: give yourself a break yes and be sure to check out my stories daily i'm always posting information inspirational information that you can take and apply to your daily um rituals and things of that nature um do you have anything coming up that they need to know about
1: no, just mainly taking clients at this time. Um, I guess the biggest thing for me is now I've have opened to work with veterans who've experienced uh, PTSD or uh trauma like symptoms. And so that's been a, a really exciting space for me because well it's new and number one, and, and then the veteran population is sometimes forgotten about or Like you said, stop the stigma. There's a stigma associated with people who are, with veterans and their families who are trying to acclimate back into civilian life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I think I've been blessed to do that. I got a grant to work with veterans. So... That's the big thing. No events coming up, you know, if somebody wants to do a live or just ask Q&A. I've been trying to practice the, the quarantine rules as much as possible. So mainly it's just working the business and... I do have a self-care journal that's coming out, and it's a a monthly planner, but you can copy. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I've been sitting on it for a while, (laughs) but yeah, it's a monthly self-care journal that you can write in. It talks about boundaries, the ones that you need to put in place. It talks about the different types of self-care that we discussed as well, and then there's a place that you can write affirmations in. Oh, yeah, I also have that on the website. Uh, Some of them are free, so you can pull that out and either make a some people laminate them some people just print them out and create their own journals but uh, either way you decide to do it I think it's a good reflective piece and it's a great way to start conversations with your kids also
0: awesome hey, that everybody. sounds amazing I just want to acknowledge everyone in the comment section right now how is it going thank you for tuning in let's, let's see. let us let's me go back hey everybody hey chilling with Joe's hi appreciate you. and Robinson. thank you for tuning in. Ishmael Lewis, thank you for tuning in. Modelstopia. thank you for tuning in. Modelstopia. we need to get together. Send me send me a message. We need to talk. Thank you for tuning in. Smurf the Great, thank you. Zee Pooley, appreciate you always showing love. I think a Monica, thank you for tuning in. Greg Baptiste, appreciate you. And Reject Nuke, appreciate you for tuning in. Well, um, I don't want to take up no more of you guys' time. I wanted to come on and share those points with you guys. I hope that again that this has impacted you in some shape, form, or fashion. Share this information, share this live with someone that can benefit from this information. And just know that I am rooting for you guys, okay? I am rooting for yeah. you. I'm sending positive vibes your way. And until next time, stay persuaded
1: all right bye y'all thank y'all for watching